Once again, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Sean Bell, KJ Carson, kicking with you for the next three hours. Make sure you keep it locked here. We did some Would You Rathers. We randomly talked about B. Arthur and Beyonce. Right now, we're going to switch over to college football where I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know where who's going where. I don't know. I don't even know what team is where at this point. College football is all over the place. KJ, I have not talk, spoken to you in regards to college football. What are your thoughts on what's going on right now? Do you even know what's going on right now? Yes, everything is going to the left, to the left. Everything <laughs> left of your conference is in a box to the left. Here's what's going on, and, and I think it kind of ties to what's going on with some of the regional networks, right? Some of the regional networks are trying to figure out what's going to happen with baseball, and I think college football may be able to pick up that slack. I think college football's determination is to make it into the Saturday version of the NFL. At some point, you're not going to want to see Vanderbilt versus Alabama. Can I get more Texas-Alabama? Next week, I got Alabama-Tennessee. The week after that, I got Alabama-Georgia. After that, I've got Alabama, maybe Penn State as an outside, out-of-conference game. They're trying to build themselves up to be relevant like the NFL. And if you don't have the super programs, I think you'll start to find yourself left behind. So while I hear a lot of people screaming and don't like it and so forth, just from a from a business standpoint and understanding media a bit from being in this game for a while, it's the smart play and watch out Ohio State because Ohio State, you're going to be courted like Ohio State and Notre Dame are going to be, if those two can be peeled away from whatever their responsibilities are, it's game over for every other conference. Yeah. I, and it's funny, here in Philadelphia, I don't like to agree with Chip Kelly on anything, but I'm agree with something that Chip Kelly said in regards to why do we even have conferences anymore, right? Notre Dame operates as an independent in football, but they're in a conference in every other sport. Right. So we know sense. football is different. What's going on with the money is different. Everything about college football is different from every other sport, every other thing that's going on with these universities. So why not have everybody be an independent? Why not just create a league and say, hey, this, this, is, this is a 30-team league, uh, and, and you have a 30-team A league, a 30-team B league, and et cetera. Why not just create those leagues and forget about all these conference alignments and who's going to play who and who has to travel where hey we all independents this, this this might as well to be me to me be a, a west and an east like it's like it's like it's basketball or a national league or american league because there's only 15 teams that compete for national championships anyway there's only 15 teams that complete for compete for playoffs anyway i feel like we're on our way potentially to that anyway so why not just break this thing down hey Everybody stay in their respective conferences when it comes to the other sports. But in football, there's going to be an independent thing. It's going to be an independent league. Well, I don't think they would be able to do that because Title IX would then have to say, well, why couldn't women's gymnastics do the same thing? Why does it always have to be LSU dominating? Why can't they get out of the conference and create their own super conference? So I think it gets a bit weird because as the dispersal of money goes, it goes to the conference and then the schools. So for some of the schools that don't have these high-performing uh, uh, athletic programs, if you will, across the board, there's still money there available for scholarships to be had. I think if you go to a Super League and the way NIL's going, do you get away from scholarship athletes if you go to a, a Super League like this? Because if there's so much money in the Super League and you say you're going to pay players, 
then maybe you start to say, hey, do we take this out of amateur status and just make this kind of like the next professional league? Because let's face it, of all the football that exists, the two that people consistently watch, even when they're overlapping with each other, is college and pro. So I can see where colleges are starting to say, how do we have some type of professional business entity in a super conference? Like you said, maybe you have four divisions, right? Then the North, the Southeast, the Northwest, the Southwest, and make it a super conference. You get super sponsorships. You get super endorsements going. And, and the kids get paid. It's a way to kind of tackle NIL. What's the big deal about you doing a car dealership commercial in said town in Alabama when we got the national dealership right on board? All 10 of you could be in the commercial together. So if that's the case they're going to do it, then they would almost have to get away from potential amateur status. And then we get into a whole nother realm of if they even want to do that. Well, they don't want the players to be uh, a professional, but the organizations, the programs are professional. They've always treated treated it professionally. They just don't want the players right. to feel like they can be professionals and do whatever they want to do. So they're going to have to go back and forth and finally stop being hypocrites and allow this thing to be fully professional. But again, to me, it's like, all right, if you operate independently, because I that to me, that's what they want to do. Like, all right, Rutgers, get out of here. Vanderbilt, get out of here. You're not competing for nothing, no ways. Like, go to that other thing. Well, let's just. So that's maybe what it that's is. really, that's what's really happening is how do we shame you out of our conference, right? Like, and I think the only way it happens is a couple of straight, like, really the Colorado playbook, right? Colorado, yeah, we're gonna go to the Pac-12 and just absolutely just gets dominated, smushed, lunch snatch from it every Saturday, every week for like four straight years. I think there are going to be some of those schools, and I don't want to call them by name, but they know who they are, that they're just going to get their lunch taken every day, every week. They're not going to be able to compete for recruits. They're not even going to be in the room for, for, for top players. Uh, but again, when you start talking about the other sports, that's where the trouble of trying to go independent. Like, we're going to go independent for football, keep all that away from the conference, but then we'll be back for basketball season. Like, they're never going to allow that. They need to, <laughs> I mean, but just think about, just think about what they're getting to already, right? Like if you look at the conferences and, and I'm, I'm mad, I didn't, I, I didn't save it, but I was looking at the conferences and what it would be in 2024. Right. And every conference is a joke, except the big 10 and the sec. When it comes to football, every conference yeah. is a joke. All right. There's only three, I think three, four pac 12 teams left. Yeah. The ACC it, has one it's, it's team. It's literally a four pack. <laughs> yes. It's a four pack. Four pack. The, yeah. S the ACC only has one team that's going to compete in Clemson. Everybody else is, again, no disrespect Florida to, State might be again, Florida I used to State Florida State, State some, maybe Miami, yeah. some, but not really, right? right? Like, they're, they're the best of the rest. Uh, the, and, and then the Big 12 that people are migrating to, it's like, wait a minute. Big 12, you ain't got nobody who's going to be in the top 10 ever. You don't have anybody who's competing. I mean, maybe Colorado gets the amount of recruits, et cetera, et cetera. Right. You're talking about. Again, you're talking about the playoff stands as is. Dog, you can go undefeated in these other conferences and you ain't making the playoffs. The Big Ten and the SEC has all the playoff teams. Like, Clemson yep. is the only one that's outside of the Big Ten and outside of the SEC that matters. So there are, right. there's already only two major conferences. There's two Power Five conferences and everybody else. That's like the having an East-West National American League, but you don't actually want to 
say what you're doing and destroy college football. So you're going to keep, keep up the name, keep up the ruckus and keep on pretending that you aren't, that it's not only two conferences uh, that's, that's competing right now. Well, the, the conference that is a, a bit in the driver's seat is the ACC. They're the ones that started this whole thing. So as the SEC was developing itself as a football conference, the ACC went and got a couple of football schools to bring into the basketball conference. Remember, if you remember, ACC then went up, got Boston College and Syracuse mm-hmm. and Pitt. And they're like, okay, we don't really need Syracuse football. Boston College football is not on the radar. But when they got Miami and Florida State and, and – we're like, okay, these will help build the football. But those football schools started to see declines. Clemson started this incline during this time. I hate to be, give you a history lesson. Mm-hmm. But even if you just look at the tote board in terms of the national championship winner, you don't get to an ACC school until 18 to 1, right? And that's Clemson and Florida State. So, But Clemson and Florida State and these guys can't get out of their deal until like 2036, there's like this poison pill. So this may go to the court system where, say, a Florida State or a Clemson or Miami says, hey, we're not able to reap the benefits that we believe we can sow by still being in this conference. But if Miami, Florida State, and Clemson leaves, the ACC might as well just move to the campus of Stanford because they'll have no football at all. So let me ask you this. What's your ideal situation? Like, what would you like to see college football look like in five years? I want to, I would like to see Florida State, Clemson, Miami be able to go into I, – I, I don't think you give it all to the SEC. I think you become some type of universal conference with probably 20 teams, right? And these other bowl games that have existed for other teams, uh, you know, for – you know, like I fill in the blank bowl, what have you, that might have some prominence, now becomes something for some of these other teams to play for these other conferences because, like you said, the Big 12 is just kind of like a bunch of second-place finishers. It's all in one conference. And then the Big 10's got the big boys. And even in there, they're still probably going to start to weed out some people. And then the SEC, man, they might have like one or two-week links in that entire in that entire conference for, for college football. So I don't know if it will be an SEC-called conference as much as it would be some type of national conference and college football becomes a national thing probably Friday nights and Saturday nights because there are laws that prevent uh, pro football games from being played within a 50-mile radius of a high school football game. So that's why you don't have the NFL on Friday nights. So the college football game may attempt to become a Friday and Saturday night, Friday and Saturday thing with nothing but bangers each week. Yeah, it's, you're you're going to do away with the week games. You're going to do away with Vanderbilt and Rutgers. I I've said this before, and I'm going to keep reiterating Vanderbilt, this. Missouri. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've said this before, and I'm going to keep saying it until somebody, somebody uh, catches on with it. Like, I want to see it be like Premier Soccer. Like, I want it to be, you have a 30-team league, A, and a 30-team league, B. The, 30, the, a team, the A teams fight for the playoffs, fight to win a championship, while the B team just sort of fight to win their championship and to get into the A league. So if you are at the bottom yeah, of the A relegation, league, yeah, you get I got exactly have relegation. If you're at the top of the B league, you get to hop on in and come in and and, and sort of play your way that way. And that's all it be sixty teams, See, a thirty piece and a thirty piece. The A league actually plays has the big contract 
as big TV dollars. So the B League teams are trying to win so they can get into the A League and get the TV contracts, a chance to win a championship, and get the big yeah. dollars. I like That's that idea. Like I'm, la- I'm laughing because I can see Colorado with that red marking across its name. They're like, will prime time go to daytime? <laughs> Colorado up next. <laughs> Relegation isn't a bad idea because it, it would it would kick you back to your home conference potentially, right? So mm-hmm. let's say Colorado gets bumped out of this Super League and they get bumped back to the Big 12. Well, now you're the top dog in the Big 12, but you're trying to get back out again. You know, so it would give the incentive, especially for teams that are in large markets. Rutgers would be a great example. Rutgers could say, we have the New York City market. And hey, what if we suddenly become the Manchester City of this and just start just piling our way in? Whereas like we we could bring you the new we got Madison Avenue on speed dial. So you want to kind of see some of those things because if it's gonna be a business, why not just make it a full on business, right? Ain't no point in having a having people come to work and no cafeteria. You get at least you give me the option of either leaving the building to go get my lunch or go downstairs to go get it. Yeah, I'm totally with you. With that said, let's get into the futures, which we'll do for the next uh segment and a half. First future outright winner. Georgia plus two twenty five. Alabama's next at plus six at six to one. I mean, can Georgia win three in a row? I think they're distracted. I, I really do. If I have to see on a crawl that an assistant who was in the car accident that killed those people, that's such a sad story, has been let go. That tells me that things are still reverberating around that team, that football while it's its primary business and focus, it's losing a bit of it. So I don't see Georgia repeating just because one loss could be devastating emotionally for that team, uh, where Alabama, I think, might be the one to check for to probably beat them in a, in a final playoff game for the SEC championship. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to pick against Alabama and Georgia right now. The team I kind of like is Michigan. I know that that may sound sound crazy to a lot of people, especially the way they went out yes uh, last year. <laughs> right, right. But to me, Ohio State is, okay, new quarterback. We're trying to figure some things out. I hear great things about Penn State and this kid named Drew Allar who's supposedly a, a first-round uh, first quarterback. And as as somebody who, again, I went to Penn State, I never bet on Penn State because I don't like I – I think James Franklin is not the greatest in-game coach. But they're always a primetime quarterback away from really competing with Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan, I look at a team that's returning everybody. They're returning that quarterback who was absolutely awful. But if he plays average, halfway decent, they get to the they get to the championship game last year. And I think with all that repeating himself, guys coming back, they've been there before. And with Ohio State being down a little bit, Penn State not being there yet. I think they can win the Big Ten. And like we said before, the SEC and Big Ten, you win that, you're getting into the playoffs. I like Michigan in that in that point right there. Listen, we'll continue to talk about uh, the futures of college football, who we like, who we don't like, Heisman, who you're looking at for the Heisman, and who you're at looking at just to win conferences, all right? And we'll talk a little Neon Dion also, see what he can do in Colorado. It's you better, you bet. Sean Bell, KJ Carson. We'll be right back. 